Welcome back to First Draft Phil. This is the podcast where we talk about worship, music, and following Jesus. And today on the podcast, we have part two of my conversation with the guys over at Rocky Worship. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, and if you are listening, and if you're a regular listener, you are thinking to yourself, "Well, it's about time, Phil. Uh, where have you been?" Well, just a, a little bit of background. On February seventh, which is the last time that a podcast episode came out, um, was my first part of this conversation with uh, Rocky Worship. The very next day, and this is not going to be news to most of you, but the very next day at Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, uh, following a um, what most people have said is a pretty uh, typical chapel service there at the Christian University, um, an outpouring, a revival, um, an awakening, whatever you want to call it, started to take place. And it lasted, It well, it's still going today as I record this um over two weeks later. And so um, it, you would have to have been living under a rock um, to not at least have heard something about that. I actually have a lot of thoughts. I love to talk a little bit about this. And um, when I get some time over the next few days, I, I've been making some notes about things uh, in particular related to worship that I think might be um, uh, topics that are worth paying attention to as we go forward. The um, the times, as I have seen it reported, and, and actually my my wife and son were there for one of the days. My son uh, is applying to attend, uh, uh, actually has been accepted to attend Asbury, He's still making his final decisions, but he was there for a scholarship competition, and uh, they both got to participate in, um, you know, to go to a, a chapel service during this outpouring. And um, anyway, I have, I have plenty of thoughts about this. There were no lyrics for most of this time, no production value to speak of, um, just people simply pouring out their hearts in worship, people singing. Um, and I have a lot to say about that, um, and I would love to share my thoughts on that um, in the next episode. But for today... Um, please enjoy this second part of my conversation with Rocky Worship. Now, Phil, what does the Asbury Revival have to do with you missing two weeks? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I've been sick as well. I don't know if you can hear my voice, but been a little bit sick and uh, also have been um, on the road and uh, engaging in uh, leading worship at a few different venues as well. So... Um, with all of that going on, I just, I was overwhelmed. My EP actually just got mastered that I'm, I have that's coming up. So, um, and I realized at this point I'm rambling and you would probably just like me to get on with the episode. So I will, but I just wanted to let you know there's so much going on, but I am, uh, so glad to present the second part of this conversation to you today with Rocky Worship. We talked just a little bit, um, about the spiritual 
discipline of worship and actually helping our people understand what that is um, and just wrestling with our own need for validation. Uh, it's a great conversation. And I just encourage you to sit back and enjoy part two of my conversation with Rocky Worship. You call me friend And I call you Savior The light of the world Faithful forever And you say I'm loved And fully forgiven really unique worship culture. Maybe, maybe it's not. It feels unique. Um, Colorado in general is a pretty unchurched area um, as, as a state, and especially we're fairly close to Denver. Um, and so things that people value here are recreation, getting out, going skiing, the going Broncos, to the Broncos, even though they Broncos. were bad, so <laughs> bad. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So like the, the Sunday service, a lot of times people will prioritize those things uh, over that. Um, and that's one thing we really encourage um, through some other values that we have at our church is, you know, hey, it, being a part of the church and the gathering is a really important thing. And obviously, um, the worship time is a massive part of that. And so we, we I think that's something we've been working on. And it really changed um, through COVID time. You know, just a lot of things shifted. We had a, a lot of turnover in our church. And so I think we had built a a decent worship culture and it kind of flipped again. Hmm. And so we we have a decent amount of new people in our church who honestly, a lot of them haven't even been in church in, I don't know, a decade, two decades. Um, and it's kind of, which is amazing. It's cool. We love that they're a part of our church. It's a big part of um, our our vision for, for the one. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's interesting to build and develop a worship culture in that because really what we're doing in our services and as we write is coaching people about what worship is mm. and how they can engage with Jesus in in that moment through these songs and also in their life outside of the songs, outside of the auditorium, you know? And so that, that culture, I think it's a thing that we're continually developing and we talk about it every week. It's like, how can we continue to coach people and build people up in this in this discipline, almost you could call it, of um, yeah. you know, 
of following Jesus. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that completely answers your question, but that's kind of how we process and work through it right now. Absolutely. Um, I feel like there's, you know, we, we are, we're musicians and we feel like we've been called to be worship pastors, worship leaders, and that we all have those things that we just desperately want. We want validation. We want people to be impressed with music that we are playing and singing. And a lot of times that translates to, I want to look out into the room and yeah. see people that just seem like they are so on the same page with me. They're right. raising their hands. They're singing, you know, loud and all this stuff. And in our situation and in our circumstance, that's rarely the case when, when we look out into our room and it's a, it's a constant gut check hmm. because it's a constant, wait, what am I doing this for? Yeah. Well, I just want to be surrounded by people that just get it without any kind of leadership and pastoring and guidance, or do I want to be in, in, in a room full of people that I actually have a purpose hmm. and a role as a pastor, as a shepherd, and so there's and there's some Sundays where I'm like, oh man, I just don't know that anyone appreciates this, mm. you know? <laughs> and there's other Sundays when you're like, no, this is exactly why I need to be here. Mm. And I am full of joy right now, even though it looks like, you know, when I stare at people, they look like they want me to just please stop doing what I'm doing. <laughs> you give me that look. And, but there's, there's those days when I feel like I'm in the best spot where I have this sense of compassion, even mm. for the people in the room to say, Hey, I want you to experience what it feels like to surrender hmm. all of your your burdens, your worries, your concerns right now, and lean on the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And, and I want you to rest in that. And I can have that that sense of peace, like, okay, this is great. This is what I'm called to. Mm. And Phil, of course, there are those Sundays when it's like, whoa, something happened. Yes. And that was not us. And that was just special. But for, for me right now, it's helpful to say that's not necessarily the goal that I just walk in and have those moments where I didn't do anything and something crazy supernatural happened, mm. but it could be like, it's all part of it. Yeah. So that's another really kind of long-winded answer. No, to I, I think that's so important. And, and I think it's, um, it definitely is easier, to, easy to get uh, into that mindset of looking out, you know, and looking for the response uh, and judging your own um judging yourself by how that response is mm-hmm. on any particular given day. And that that will definitely lead to burnout, as I'm sure each of you have experienced a, l- a little bit of anyway. But yeah. if we keep our, keep our eyes on, you know, like you said, I love that. That's such a great, great reminder to, you know, I have a purpose here. Here's, you know, the Lord has gifted, called me to be in this room with these people for a reason. And, mm-hmm. and that's part of it is not, you know, to be the one out front mm. and just to continue to give all my praise, you know, no matter what the the yeah. temperature of the room is. Yeah, that's awesome. The interesting thing too, I was thinking about this while you're talking, Nick, is a lot of those Sundays where it seems like no one's engaged, no one's involved, the service ends, I kind of feel discouraged and I'll end up chatting with people and it was an extremely moving service for them. They weren't showing it outwardly, but God was doing something in their hearts through that worship time. And it's just a reminder to me that it's A, it's not about me and B, that God is moving and working even when it visually, I can't mm-hmm. necessarily see yeah. that happening, you know? Yeah. There's a song there somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, get on, the, probably let's not. get on the call after this call. And we'll just, we'll <laughs> yeah. 
Even you know no, what, I, though, I, Phil, if I could admit something, yeah, I, I really I don't this it's not as spiteful as it sounds, but there's so much video out there of church services, right? That you can watch and yeah. really well produced and in churches that are doing great work with with worship music and creating amazing stuff, and they just they're known for such rich worship culture. Hmm. And every so often there'll be a camera shot that like pans the crowd. Yeah, and I love it when you see a bunch of people that are standing with their arms crossed. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean it to be spiteful. What I mean is, oh, like even in these churches that are quote unquote killing it and just that you know the biggest names and all that right. stuff. They still have people in their rooms that are maybe in in the on the journey. They're yeah. they're learning what 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 worship is, and and maybe they're not totally bought in yet. And for me, that's like okay. So even yeah. those those you know big yeah. places are, are in a similar boat as we are. Be still, be still. I know you are God, and you're good. Find rest, find home. I'm in much greater hands than my own. So I will sing, no matter what the night may bring. I believe your faith. It's like almost like the Instagramification of worship. One hundred percent. Like only capturing those those moments. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good. I, I actually was thinking about that this morning, and just how that there is there's this element, right? For hundreds of years, we worshipped as a church, and didn't have cameras on us, didn't have phones yeah. out. You know what I mean? And it and that element, and that's not bad. Like I'm yeah. so thankful for COVID times, being able to tune in to other places and being able to minister online. That's awesome. Yeah. I just think that there are some inherent dangers in cameras on us. You know, it's Absolutely. easy to, to shift our focus. It, it so easily mm-hmm. is a magnet that gets us away from the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some, So that's something I've been thinking about lately. Yeah. Sorry. Just stepped on a soapbox there for a second. I'm stepping off. No. <laughs> Stay up there, dude. It was a small. It was a small. It was a small. You didn't need a ladder to get up there. <laughs> uh, well, guys, um, it's um 
uh, as I mentioned at the top of this, um, I'm on the free Zoom plan. So it's been really great to talk with you today. And um, uh, I just encourage everybody to go check you guys out. The music is awesome. And um, just having talk with you guys, realizing it comes from a, a sincere place and that you love Jesus and you're uh, you know, you're just about reaching the one. I love that. Please keep doing what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I look forward to the next single whenever that comes out in uh, February or November, where it, whenever it might be. <laughs> um, and everybody just go check out uh, Rocky Worship. Right on. Thanks so much, Phil. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Good Phil, to man. talk to you. Yeah, you too. Catch you later, guys. All righty. See ya. Bye-bye. You heard at the end there us talking about the fact that having cameras on us when we're leading worship or participating even in worship does something. It it changes, and I don't. I have to believe that that's not an accident. That the Lord would sovereignly have that as the thing that we were talking about the day before um, this revival broke out at Asbury. We're, you know, camera and recording was discouraged. I'm going to talk about that. Um, uh, in depth a little bit, um, and about technology and worship in, in depth a little bit next week. Um, but man, it was such a great conversation with Rocky Worship, just such genuine guys. And I, I genuinely love um, the offerings they're putting out. So good. Um, <clears throat> just some really good worship music um, that has stirred my spirit you know, to be more sold out for Jesus. And uh, I think it'll do the same for you. I'd love if you guys go check them out. Um, There's a link in the show notes, and you can just uh, Google Rocky Worship, um, however you listen to music, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I would love it if you have been enjoying these episodes, if you'd leave a rating and a five-star review wherever you're listening. It helps other people uh, just discover the podcast. Um, Until next time, I hope you have a good week. And remember, God is faithful all the way from your first draft to your finished story. God bless you guys.